Welcome to EarthWise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley, with a piece about the element of air. Of the four elements in Western tradition, earth, air, fire, and water, air is probably the most elusive and the least understood. Deprived of air, we would die within minutes. And yet, when we speak of survival, we often talk in terms of food, water, and shelter. We seem to take air for granted. Air surrounds everything on earth, and we take it into our bodies every time we take a breath. Air is also the medium for sound and odor. Without air, we would hardly hear or smell anything. But even my students who are studying earth-based spirituality, when asked which element they mystically identify with, even they hardly ever claim air as their element. This modern lack of connection with the element of air is surprising because air is an essential characteristic of our planet. We evolved as air breathers because the Earth's atmosphere was air. Even our ancestors recognized the element of air as the originator of both life and human culture. Our ancestors regarded air as the element of beginning and linked air with the direction of east, where each new day originates. A poetic example of this concept is the Hindu goddess Vijaya Shakti, who was called the keeper of the door to the east. Each morning at dawn, she opened her eastern door and released the rays of the sun to begin the new day. Air and east together represent the renewal of springtime, personified in ancient times as maiden goddesses such as the Teutonic spring goddess Easter. Easter's name was later appropriated by the Christian Church to signify the most high holy day of the Christian year, the celebration of the resurrection and the promise of renewal. As the element of beginning, Air was believed to be the energy used to create the material world. Air represents the intangible realm of mind and intellect. Thus, the Vedic goddess Vak used the energy of air to think about the world she intended to create. Then, using air in the form of breath, she spoke her thoughts into existence. Later, Vak's daughter, Sarasvati, invented the alphabet and words and writing, poetry, music, and philosophy, all emanations of the mind and the power of air. This concept was later borrowed by Judeo-Christian tradition, where in the Bible's chapter Genesis, we read that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was God. Air was the element of inspiration, which is a necessary precursor of creativity. It is interesting to point out that air is etymologically linked to inspiration because to inspire means literally to breathe in, to take in the element of air. Air is constantly moving, and as a creative as a, cre- as a creature of air, the mind never rests, even in sleep, where it actively dreams. The rational mind is constantly active, 
which is why meditation practices seek ways to quiet the mind so that there can be more balance with body and spirit. The activeness of air is demonstrated in the tarot suit of swords, which represents intellect, truth, ideas, knowledge, communication, and the powers of the mind. The swords can cut through illusion and solve complicated problems, but they can also cause pain and destruction, creating an arid, parched environment, if not tempered by the peace of earth and the wisdom of water. In ceremony, we honor air by decorating the eastern quadrant of the altar with things related to air, like feathers or dragonflies, or things that make sounds, like bells. Sometimes incense is burned in the east, for air carries scent. The color yellow is traditionally used in the east to represent the yellow-tinted air of dawn. But to genuinely honor air... We must look beyond our symbolic altars to the air of our manifest world and honor it with our actions. We need to work to eliminate air pollution, to keep the sacred element of air pure on the physical plane as well as the spiritual plane. Blessed be. You've been listening to Earthwise, Reflections on Earth-Based Spirituality. I'm Anu Dudley. 